You got a nice clip for that. It was a little bit faster than some people counted in. I really like that. It's a good energy. Energy, energy, energy. Right. <laughs> Woo! It's that caffeine-free Diet Coke. I have a glass of red wine for the first time since a long time. Ooh. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, as previously discussed before we open up the mics, I'm drinking a cup of black coffee at mm -hmm. 6.40 in the evening because I'm a young man. <laughs> caffeine doesn't affect you. In beautiful Brighton, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. We've got, on this thirsty Thursday night, this very punchy Thursday night, the lies of parents and children, things that you bought on Amazon, and what we're hopeful for looking ahead to, I don't know, the holidays in 2021 and a post-Trump presidency. Joining me on this Thursday evening to discuss all of this and more from the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Anne. Don't at me, Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Bobby. And from the more aptly named than ever Home Sweet Honey Pit Studios. Did I say Honey Pit? You I meant Money did. Pit. <laughs> what is the Honey, honey Pit, pit from now on? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting creepier for me. Edit the Google Doc here real quick. Home Sweet Honey Pit Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan. It's Meredith, the MVH fan. Hard. Good evening, Meredith. Good evening. That's me. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I got to check Urban Dictionary for Honey Pit. This is going to go I down fast. I've never heard that word, but I, ugh, it's probably not good. It's probably not good. We're going to do some small talk, some medium talk. Tishi recommends housekeeping, how to get involved, all the things that we usually do. I'm back after a couple of weeks off, and boy, am I rusty. Uh, we're going to start with some small talk, and Meredith, that's all on you. Yeah, um, I'm going to start out the small talk because I have a boring honey pit update. <laughs> Ugh, money pit. So the construction is like 99% done. Um Ooh. Yes, the kitchen is painted. The sunroom has they, they, the uh, drywall um, holes have been repaired. The um, trim is painted. The walls are painted. Everything is back to normal. The only thing that remains to be done is they need to replace a light in the kitchen. Um, the overhead light that filled with water that has to get replaced. Um, and that's happening tomorrow, supposedly. So, and, and I'm fine. I, f I feel like it's done and that's good enough for me. So I'm, I'm really, really happy today. Um, I spent a while after work today hanging the curtains back up in the sunroom, um, which I really did not like having no curtains in that room for the past like three weeks. It's made me really nervous because you could just see through the whole entire house. Um, <laughs> So I'm I'm glad that the curtains are are back up. Did you um, just shine a spotlight on your various valuables? Yeah, basically. I mean, everything is piled into the living room, but you can see clear into the living room from there. So, Ugh. I think I can one up the uh, the window thing. So Sam decided a couple of well, a few days ago now, the um, 
first of all, so our, our apartment has a window in the shower. It's just one of those ones oh, where the bathroom that. has a window in the tub. I just don't understand that logic. Right. My house and in the- Dallas had that in the upstairs shower. I had to like figure out this really complicated curtain shower situation. Yeah, so here's what we're up against. The bottom uh, glass pane had like a, a film on it that that made it translucent so like you could see that there's a human ish body behind it but you couldn't see any of the good bits i don't like that either that's not good enough right well i don't want anybody to be able to see my form (laughs) it faces the air shaft and so for the most part it's a hard angle for anybody but it's still possible mine faced the street it was horrible (laughs) all the neighborhood boys all the teenage boys timed their bike rides for (laughs) <laughs> Meredith's shower. No, no, they did not because I solved the problem. But I well, want to hear we, how you're doing it. Well, our problem has has gotten worse because uh, God loves Sam. She's a very busy person, but she loves to take on these uh, improvement projects. And so the the texture on the glass, it's hard to tell if it was just a very old film layer or if it was just a lot of evenly dispersed soap scum. Ew, right? <laughs> like it was just sort of this. Uh, this rough finish and so she took a scraper to it to clean it off because she was going to replace that film with like a new layer of whatever privacy hiding sensor bar goo you know whatever she bought apparently she bought a roll of it i haven't seen anywhere the problem is she got about three quarters of the way done with scraping it and then got sidetracked and now we just have an exposed window in our bathroom oh dear and it's better you know she pointed out to me that you know it's it's kind of um just above waist up so she's wondering what my problem is right we're on the top floor so nobody's got a good angle you know down into the good stuff from you know there so i what if someone has a drone (laughs) right Mm -hmm. so my solution has been to just run the hot water for several minutes before i get in the shower and just steam the whole damn bathroom up and Mm, then that's not a good yeah. practical solution it's good until the you know the mildew and mold but like that's it's a rental so i don't really care uh but yeah just uh, uh i i forget where that started was that the that wasn't 99 done that was the uh the window stuff window covering that's, adventures yes that's well, my problem so what i did with with mine is i ended up hanging i don't know what the wall situation is like there but mine was a stand-up shower and um i hung a tension bar and essentially just put another shower curtain up on that side even though it was a glass walled shower but i put a shower curtain against the wall to cover the window that could work and you can tell that other neighbors so it's where two buildings meet and there's an opening that could gloriously called be called a courtyard but it is more of a large air shaft you can see other people's bathroom windows and many of them just have like that retractable cheap uh window shade Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. some of them are torn up and beaten up and you know our neighbors are a diverse group of uh people who don't care about their apartments i think (laughs) (laughs) so i I guess we could do something like that but uh yeah she she got really ambitious and then really busy which is just a terrible combination for home ownership it happens yes and i understand something stupid happened no i don't even know if this rises to the level of small talk it's like i don't know microscopic gab or something that's all we've got these a, days it's fine yeah. i know <laughs> i noticed we were a little a light on the small talk so i thought well here's a thing that happened on oh what day is it thursday oh on tuesday i went to the eye doctor just the normal eye doctor 
routine yearly checkup. Everything's great. It's fine. And on the way home, I thought, oh, I'm going to stop and get the mail. Stopped by the mailbox, got the mail, had a letter from my healthcare provider. And the letter said, hey, just to let you know, your eye doctor is now no longer in our network. So we're going to need you to call us and we'll be happy to help you pick out a new eye care provider. On the day that I went to the eye doctor. Oh, no. After I got home. And I had been out for a walk at lunchtime, and I thought, oh, I'll stop by and pick up the mail. And then I thought, I'll just get it on the way home from the eye doctor because I'll be in the car. And so that's a thing. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work out because obviously it was dated like, I don't know, November 4th, mailed on November 4th, and then I got it on the 10th. Wow, that's like Detroit post office times. Well, I picked up my mail on the 10th. Mm. There's no, um, it could have been sitting in the mailbox for a few days, because who gets their mail every day? So I don't know if this hasn't, I have like a grace period on this, or if they're going to be like, sorry, you're on your own to pay that or what. But I just thought, my God, the timing on that sucker. <laughs> that's terrible. So that's a thing. That's a thing. That's just a thing. That's what my life is. <laughs> I'm, I, I haven't been to the eye doctor because I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not afraid of the eye doctor. I'm afraid of going to the doctor in a pandemic. <laughs> afraid, afraid of COVID. Not, yes, not right. of eye doctors. Um, I, I, but also my eyes are like not bad. And as I've mentioned before, they're Benjamin buttoning back to normal somehow. So I don't really mm-hmm. need to go. I mean, I need to go just to get my contact prescription right, renewed because right. it's only good for a year. Otherwise, I might not bother doing it quite so regularly but it was it wasn't a big deal they did all the normal stuff they just you know had gloves and masks mm-hmm. and stuff yeah uh i uh, married to a, an eye care professional i can tell you that um they're they're basically running like normal just uh distancing uh in the lobby and stuff and i know that they're just cleaning the hell out of everything so sam wears a, a surgical mask and uh, eye protection and they just use this cleaner that just has gotten her hands down to red raw terribleness yeah. because oh, yeah. of sure. just you know but other than that things are working <laughs> yeah fairly normal caustic for your pleasure um your anti-covid <laughs> pleasure so i did go to the dentist i i went for my cleaning finally um and and that was way more scary than the eye doctor so i should just yeah, go that to seems the eye weird, doctor but... yeah but also, like, your dental cleaning is way, way necessary. Yes. Luke Burbank's example of that uh, is one for the ages. You got you to gotta go to the dentist yeah. if you can. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the eye doctor, you know, like you said, you let that one slide for a little. You squint. Well, and I'm not driving. For so, months. And that's the only time I wear my glasses is when I'm driving. So I feel like I could skip that. Mm-hmm. 
my last dentist experience was just that they didn't use any of the power tools for my cleaning. And so I got a good old fashioned poke and scrape. Ooh. Yeah. Which it worked fine. It, it was it was good. And uh, I got complimented on my oral hygiene. So I didn't care whatever else they had to do after I was, you know, after years <laughs> and years and years of delinquency and, mm. and uh, very expensive dental work done in the last couple of years. Of course, I'm keeping it clean now. I've got a Toyota Corolla's worth of dental work in my mouth. I'm not going to let anything happen to that. I mean, isn't isn't that one of those things that is the best feeling in the world when your dental hygienist oh says, "Wow, you're looking good," and you're like, "Yes, no. I'm a good girl. I did it." I got an A plus on my my dental exam. She didn't really congratulate me, and I was kind of pissed. This wasn't my usual hygienist, and and I, I'll. Her grade is, is different than mine. Um, but she did tell the dentist while I was sitting there that all my, my gum stuff was within normal limits, which is great. Because when you clench your teeth a lot, your gums can recede. So I worry about that oh, a lot. I bet. Um, but mine are good. And I didn't have any cavities. So I was really proud of myself. Yeah, I said to myself, this was probably when I was around 30. My hygienist said, oh, no new cavities this time, Anne. And I was like, yeah, I'm really getting pretty good at this. I haven't had cavities for a while. And she said, well, let's be honest, Anne. You don't have that many places left to fill. <gasps> I was wow. like, Rude. Wait a <laughs> Excuse me. Ouch. I mean, it's not a lie. I have teeth. <laughs> I do, too. I, I, I didn't have any cavities until I turned 18. And then I had like three and I ended up, one of them got filled wrong. And on my, I spent my 18th birthday having an abscess and a root canal. Oh, <laughs> no. It was horrible. <laughs> and it's all downhill from there. But again, it seems to be okay the last few years. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Um, so, Bobby, you don't have any small talk or you, well, you do? What I, I realized is, I, I read, I just put that I'm boring on the small talk sheet. Cause I've been thinking about this. So I, I wasn't on the last couple episodes. The last episode I was on was a celebration of, of Hillary, uh, which, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't all need a couple of weeks off to recover from that. <laughs> um, you know, I've just been trying to live my best life working through Hillary's top 27 list. But the reason I mean, I've... God, the, the time that it took to clean the confetti off the floor after right, that, that episode. That alone. Well, and I just got my license renewal thing in the mail. So get ready for December. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm mainly just trying to get in and out of the bike shorts has been really killing mm -hmm. me. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was not because, of course, two episodes ago, uh, you all took on Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop, which I found fascinating and was so glad to be a listener and not a participant in that conversation because I had nothing to contribute to that conversation, but I I'm here for science. So I appreciated that. Um, it sounds like the short answer is to not shove anything up anywhere. If Gwyneth Paltrow tells you to, and I'll just <laughs> stick to that. That's a good takeaway. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then mom's on the pod too last week. And I had again, nothing to contribute to that. I, uh, I listen to those episodes, and I generally think it is great not having children. Mm, so. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I know. Okay, uh, guys, real talk here. I'm about to reveal my rotten core. There is about 3% of me that listened to that and thought, but you chose to have kids. <laughs> and then the other 97% of me said, no, Anne, it's... That's not a helpful attitude. So <laughs> be careful with that hot take in, because if you put it on an airplane, you'll be treading on my territory. I know. See, but remember, it's a teeny tiny slice of me that I know is not good. Like, yes. 
I know that parents and mothers especially do not deserve it. But I'm like, no. but you did choose it. <laughs> Uh, in other news these last couple of weeks, so, I mean, it's just been an interesting and exhausting time. We're refinancing the Buffalo House, and so I've been, you know, f- fake sort of fighting with our broker and getting irritated when she asks for – as I texted our finance broker, it sounds so much fancier than it is. As I texted the person who's brokering this particular loan, and we worked with her for our first mortgage as well – I finally wrote to her two nights ago, and I just said, I'm sending this document you requested. I have literally run out of things you could ask for, so please tell me we are done. (laughs) It's amazing how much information they need for this. I've done it, too, and it sucks. I am chasing down all sorts of things. And, you know, they asked for, uh, well, we need verification of Sam's employment at her new current job that she's had, you know, these last few months. And I said, well... We already gave you her offer letter, and we already gave you her last two pay stubs, and a month ago we gave you her last two pay stubs. You literally have most of her pay stubs. How is that not enough? How is that not enough? And in fact, they did relent on that, so I think that I made my case with that one. They they called us and they said, well, we need you to, uh, Sam needs, we need Sam to get a code. She needs to get a code from the HR department. They won't do a verbal confirmation of her employment. Apparently, there's some sort of secret code that she has yes. to go to her HR system and get and then relay. I had to do that, too. Perhaps yeah. with some sort of handshake. Um, well, I, we got out of that somehow so far. So, I, But I just – I was like, you know, she's in clinic all day, right? Like, she's not like me screwing around in my office with my laptop and my cell phone open. And, yeah, I could take 20 minutes to read this. Or, yeah, I can call that person. No, she has a real job. She needs to be like – doing thing she's not sitting around waiting to go get a secret code from hr so Mm -hmm. just i don't it's been exhausting so that's you know one of the other reasons i've been on the show is i have nothing to share worth sharing uh cupcake has been a little under the weather the last couple of weeks too and so we've just been dealing with a cat who's been miserable and doesn't want to eat and uh decides that everything is a place to throw up or use the bathroom so you know oh boy uh, when oh. she when she chooses to, the bigger problem is when she doesn't use the bathroom. So you know we're back and forth on that, and the joys of cat ownership. Uh, it still beats kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's, Bobby, it. that's you your... chose to have a cat. <laughs> Good points. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. Don't hate me, moms. I do love you. I only believe that with like three percent of myself. <laughs> the other ninety-seven percent honors and cherishes you. Do you want to start sending apology baked goods out? Because I, <laughs> I I want to get mad at you if it means I get Christmas cookies. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's as probably good a transition as any to the question of the week, isn't it? Mm, okay. I do just want to say that I feel like we need a secret code. I'm very jealous now of the oh, idea yeah. of having a secret code. A code that we can give financiers to let them know that we co-host a podcast that makes no money. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Jeremy generate one so he can verify Jeremy our HR yeah he's gotta be who else oh god that's gotta be a conflict of everything (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right let's go to the lies your parents told you the lies that you told your parents the lies you told your children and the lies your children have told you uh I suppose that we should make some stab at answering this Bobby I know you asked your mom about this, right? I did. So I I thought about this. And again, I, I couched these things with my mother as uh, some friends and I were talking and this question <laughs> came up. Because... Please don't listen to my blog. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Hang on, I was like, I have to write down the show title. Please don't listen <laughs> to my blog. Uh, yeah, so I texted my mother, and I, and I just wrote to her, and I said, you know, uh, you know, fill me in here on this. Uh, I'm going to scroll back here. Let's see, I'm very popular. So many texts. Most of them are related to the refi. Uh, I, I wrote to my mother, and I just said, there, an interesting question is circulating among my friends. Uh, can You're you- so smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> technically accurate uh can you recall the biggest or most memorable lie i ever told you as a kid and or the biggest lie you ever told me and then in parentheses i wrote or, or funniest and i i followed that up by saying i'm confident i lied to you constantly about things of little consequence but i can't recall anything huge or interesting uh she did write back that she essentially thanked me for streamlining her stress level through my years in high school by lying to her. Uh, and she says she doesn't remember any of the lies she told me of consequence, except for uh, trying to tell me that my grandmother was not crazy. Um, but I, I, she failed at that front. We all knew my grandmother was crazy. So that was, <laughs> that was a poorly told lie. So I, the default answer here is that uh, through all of school, anytime the topic of uh, illegal drugs, you know, the marijuana would come up and I didn't uh, experience uh, marijuana until I was older. Nothing in high school. I was a boring kid in high school. It was coffee and Mountain Dew and, and junk food and, you know, the occasional little bit of beer, but nothing exciting. Um, you know, she would swear she had never ever smoked marijuana. And I was like, nah, it doesn't square. I just, I know how old you are and I know the generation you grew up in. And I know the kind of people you hung out with and, it's just, just not practical. No way at all. And then finally, I think uh, after college, I sat down with her one day, which it just came up naturally. And I said, remember all those years you swore you never smoked pot? And she just said, yeah, I didn't know what to tell you there. Of course I smoked pot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. I think we asked my mother that one time when I was growing up and she just refused to answer. She took the fifth, essentially. Wow. <laughs> but she didn't lie about it. Right. It's like, wow, you're really you're really lame when you were a kid, weren't you, Mom? You're such a square. <laughs> I feel like I've cataloged some of my worst lies on this show. Um, I mean, you have some of the all-time great. Yes, yeah, you yeah, do. I do. Um, but... Uh, the the marijuana one reminded me, I don't know if I've told this story on the show. I was really little. I was probably three or four because we were in the house that I was born in and we, which we moved out of when I was five. And I remember I was for some reason rummaging through my dad's desk and I found a pipe and I brought it to him and I said, Daddy, what's this for? And he looked at it and he went, special occasions. And I was like, oh, like Christmas. Okay, cool. And I like put it back in his desk. <laughs> it was a bowl. It was for weed. <laughs> what? I mean, that's not a lie, I guess. But it, I mean, if you consider every evening a special occasion, which he does. That's a great way to live life, though, isn't it? To celebrate every day. Yeah, he celebrates every day. Yeah. Like so it was Christmas. Yep. What is this smelly skull-shaped thing with a Grateful <laughs> Dead sticker on it? He was lamenting a couple of years ago the loss of his one-hitter. And I was like, Dad, let me introduce you to Etsy. And he was like, oh, my God. 
Yep. Uh, I I can't remember if I've griped about this on the show or just in life. So if it's a rep, if if it's a repeat, I apologize. But uh, just on this topic for a moment, uh, our back deck it overlooks uh, an alley full of potholes. It's really quite something, and um, we keep the windows open because we're on the top floor of an old steam heat building. So our our apartment's going to be hot all year, all winter, and so we have to have the windows open. And uh, there are these guys who live in the building next to us, I think, based on kind of where they come and go from, who smoke pot in the back alley, which is fine, except that they smoke the shittiest, worst smelling <laughs> ditch weed. It's so bad. And There's of no walks... excuse for that. Right. Recreational marijuana is legal in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I accidentally parked in the parking lot of a pot shop the other night while I was trying to go to a pet store next door. And the the guy working the front door shot me a dirty look and I wouldn't move my car. Like, it is so easy to go get weed or edibles or anything else. Like, there's so many ways now. Are we, are we really having to smoke, like, shitty oregano joints in my back alley and ruining our night? So that you can I get think we are, less apparently. high. <laughs> is it a question of money? It's like how you drink shitty beer when you're in high school until you can afford good beer? It is not extremely expensive like I, I unless they've got a real cheap hookup or or maybe they're growing and this is what they're growing but yeah like, maybe they're growing grow- garbage right i didn't <laughs> consider that that's a possibility <laughs> they're just, just really bad right <laughs> at growing <laughs> we're gonna we gotta get them some some lights or something here like i i'm willing to invest in this because it, it, at a certain point it just ruins my like it reaches the point where I just I wish they were smoking cigarettes instead of this shitty weed, and oh, that's bad, yes. right? Right? Yuck! Oh, it's awful. It's the worst. Anyway, maybe you should go down there with the baggie and say, "Hey guys, I have something I want to show you. <laughs> Can I give you this grow? Give light? you a little." Little yeah. education, have some like, fertilizer. Yes, this place about is around- better kinds of weed. You can literally walk to this place. It's around the corner. Here's a coupon, <laughs> please. <laughs> I've prepared this short presentation. <laughs> so yeah, my reefer madness is just old man yells at pot cloud. Like it's just terrible. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry, Barbie. Yeah. What I take away from this is that you need somebody to rebalance the building's heating system because you shouldn't have to be keeping your windows open all winter. Isn't that what steam heat is? I mean, that's just, I've never lived in a place that has radiators where you didn't have to do that. Yeah, it's just. Well, that's because people are doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, we also have vertical steam pipes that run through our kitchen to the vents on the roof. And they bang like all hell. And it took me three or four emails with the management to get it clear to them that, no, I'm not an idiot. I know what I'm talking about. It's not the radiators. It is the uh, the pipes. And for a while, they were going off every morning at 5 because that's clearly when the heat kicks Ugh. on. And uh, it, has, it has backed off now because the heat's been on pretty consistently. You know, the problem is when the temperatures go up and down. Welcome to Bobby's HVAC course. <laughs> And so the problem is we're in a heat wave right now. It's like 70 out. And so next week when it goes back to snow again, you know, we'll we'll have to go through that transition again. And then winter will come and hopefully it'll just stay moderate. I don't mind having the windows open. I don't mind a little fresh air. The problem is when it's not fresh. So city, well, city as life. A, as a person who works in a department full of people whose job it is to solve issues like that, you shouldn't have to live that way. Can I get them to come out and service my building? 
I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they can remote troubleshoot. I don't know. <laughs> I got a wrench. Um, I got Zoom. We can go downstairs and do this. All right. I'll see if I can find somebody thank, who's free. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, before we go to the listener answers, I suppose I have to answer this, and I I fail, I fail this question. How could you possibly answer this question? I fail it. Yeah, because when you grow up in an authoritarian household where the parents have all the power and children have none of the power, there is no need for parents to lie, and there is no tolerance <laughs> for children lying. So, I mean, I grew up being terrified that my parents would decide I wasn't good enough and stop loving me. And so that doesn't encourage um, rebellion and risk-taking. So I have no lies that I can think of, and especially not this BS stuff about staying out late and then getting caught and daddy takes my car away and I cry until his soft heart melts. I mean, Hillary lives in a charm bubble <laughs> that she could get away with that. <laughs> my crying would have had no effect on my punishment. <laughs> I did tons of lying, but I never got punished because I never really got caught. <laughs> well, I never I got punished for things I didn't do or things that were so small got punished for stuff that Carl did, which that is I don't know if you fair. can tell by the tone of my voice. Well, so I got yelled at once because Carl was maybe mm, seven or eight, and he decided to do a little experiment. If you took, like, McDonald's ketchup and mustard packets and put them under the wheels of the Volvo in the garage, if the Volvo backed over them, would it be like in a cartoon where it just splats out? That's a and the good answer question. is yes. Definitely it does. I just don't understand why my dad thought that it was me that had done this. Well, you do have the scientific mind. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good, you know, that's (laughs) hypothesis and testing right there. In in what universe would you holler at your 13-year-old daughter over your 8-year-old boy? If you had to pick somebody who perpetrated that crime. Well, and knowing you, like, come on. Right. I had to scrub ketchup off the floor of the garage. That's bullshit. So the question of the week is, what do you hate most about Carl? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and one time he went to the hospital because I scratched his cornea with my finger. But in my defense, I was lying on my bed and he ran into the room and leaped on me and I put my hands up for defense. And now the story is like Anne clawed Carl's eye. (laughs) He went to the doctor and he screamed and screamed and then he got ice cream and that's what I resent most of all because he got ice cream and I didn't. I sent my my stepdad to the emergency room with a corneal abrasion one time. Wow. (laughs) And it's because we were on vacation. We had rented a little cottage on a lake in like the middle of nowhere, Michigan, uh, like an hour away from home. And um, we were playing a really fun game, which is pull up. Uh, you know, dive down, pull up handfuls of mud and silt and rocks and throw them at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. It's a classic <laughs> mud fight. Classic, classic. Yeah. Classic mud fight. And I got him right in the eye. Like, he, he did the thing where he came up from underwater and just took a big, you know, open your eyes wide and take a deep breath. And that's when I clocked him right in the eye. Um, so he had to go. That's just strategy. <laughs> it was brilliant aim. <laughs> <laughs> and so they my mom had to go 
<laughs> with him and leave the three little kids alone in the house. <laughs> and he had to have his eye irrigated for like two hours because it was full of gravel. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, this incident has been top of mind ever since Christy talked about Ellie's unfortunate fall in the shower yeah. and subsequent trip to the emergency room because Christy talked about how she just freaked out and they had to hold her down and that's what they had to do with Carl in that instance is just <clears throat> hold the kid down and do the thing because it's a horrible thing to have your eye examined and then to have anything mm-hmm. done to it is just ugh. yep yep all right well with that lovely mm. story set of stories let's go and see what lies <laughs> our listeners experienced. Uh, I wondered if before we do this, and I'm happy to read some of these, um, Uh we should just give a general disclaimer that the realities of life might be uh, mentioned in some of these. So if you've got kids who are um, uh, somehow not offended by this show in general, but might be offended by this in particular, maybe this is the time (laughs) to send them off Mm -hmm. with their pogs or their gogurt or whatever it is kids do or eat these days. Yeah, pause and, uh, for sure. On their skateboard, if they are sensitive to the existence of yeah, certain supernatural entities, we warned you. Right. <laughs> and I really did try to take just a few of these, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Right, no, because you couldn't. Because they they're so great. These must be discussed. Well, let's start it off from our old friend, Mike Frizzell, RIP, posting from the grave. Ah, yes. He says, if telling my nieces a lie counts, I stuck to one for a few years that I lived on the moon and visited Earth only for holidays and NFL Sundays. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Uh, He was ever confident in his lies. Uh, Speaking of the moon uh, and living on the moon, I I just, Anne, I've been meaning to tell you this for a couple of days. I finally finished season one of Space Force. Oh yeah, I haven't. I still haven't decided if I like it or not. Like I am enjoy. I enjoyed watching it. I still can't decide if it's good or not. I, I worry that it's like um, sports night, as we often uh, dote on our, our love of Aaron Sorkin, even though he's conflicted, and we always have to give the caveat that he doesn't know anything about women or how to write for them. <laughs> um, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Let me say this about Aaron Sorkin. I think it was on Keep It podcast, Keep It, where they were talking about. Chicago 7, whatever. And they said that Aaron Sorkin writes television about white men who desperately want the approval of other white men. Yeah. yeah and I does. thought, yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. He gets it. Um, yep. Uh, Sports Night was a show that was too too good to be funny or too, yeah, it was like too smart to be funny, just the way it was written. Oh, sure. Like, and so mm-hmm. it was good, but it just wasn't executed in a way that that made it pay off and i have the same feeling about space force like there are times when it's funny and then times when it's not but it's hard to classify it because that's i i sort of i'm looking forward to season two which apparently is happening right and but boy did they leave it on quite the cliffhanger but there's some life on the moon stuff there at the end of season one so oh yeah well that interests me so they go i didn't realize you hadn't finished it i don't want to spoiler alert it i no, I only ever watched the first episode. Oh, jeez, I thought you were, I thought you watched more. So, I mean, it, it's it's worth it for moments. Boy, it has some hard, cringy times, too, though. It, you, it's good second screen TV because you don't have to pay that close attention to it. I think Meredith 
that you and I were sort of on the same page with that. Yeah, I tried. It's um, tough. I, I I wonder. Like, I'll go weeks and weeks and weeks and not watch it, and then I'm you know I was stuck in a hotel room one night uh, last weekend, coming or heading out to Buffalo to run errands at the house, and nothing to do. iPad, Netflix. Oh, Space Force. You know, it's just one of those. Yeah, like one of those shows that it's best when you have enough time to just let them roll mm-hmm. because if it depends on you choosing to watch it, right? Again and again, it, it might not happen. happen. Yeah, I, um, I yeah. since since the new season of of Killing Eve has come out, I'm just not interested in anything else. <laughs> it's a show I've been meaning to watch. I've seen intermittent episodes of it because Sam was in and out on it for a little while, and so I have seen like a couple episodes here and a couple episodes there and I know they weren't sequential. And so like, I, I should really go back from the beginning. It's a show yeah, it that, deserves a full yeah. attention watching. I don't, I don't I watch four episodes. I thought it was great. And then I just didn't watch anymore. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why. I've I don't done know that why. with shows too. I understand. Yeah. And then maybe there will be a point at which I'll decide to go back and watch it from the beginning. And that'll be the time. Really should make a list for long winter quarantine because it's inevitable, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be in the mood for that show. I mean, I like it so much, but at first I definitely had to be in the mood because it's a little disturbing. It's a little gross, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's also really interesting. Like I sat through almost every season of American Horror Stories, so I think I can handle killing you. Oh, I can't. I tried. <laughs> I tried that show and I just can't. It's too gross. Yeah, I don't think it's I can do that. It's too scary and gross. A lot of TV in our house comes down to me not giving a shit. So if Sam wants to watch it, I'm just along for the ride. And so I'm half in my laptop and half watching. And that was one of those. Do you ever have a thing where she's like, could you just stop doing other things? I really want you to pay attention to this. Uh, no. And that's because if, unless it's something like if I put it on, then that would just be rude. Like I wouldn't do that. The problem is if she's not home. I will either listen to podcasts all night and not turn the TV on at all, or uh, I'll just like literally just put on Food Network or something as background noise. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not really paying attention to it. I just don't have that kind of investment in, in television. Uh, Schitt's Creek is what we're watching now, which is great. We're finally watching Schitt's Creek and we're already in like the middle of the third season because we're just bowling right through episode after episode when we put it on. But other than that, it's like if I'm in a hotel room or something and I have the iPad, it's that that Space Force was a rare deviation from my find a rerun of Bob's Burgers and have dinner and go to sleep. <laughs> we so. rarely watch movies, but when we do, especially if it's one that Gregory really wants to watch, it, that's like a no, no two screen zone. And I, it's just sort of understood that, like, put your phone down, pay attention. Yeah, I think if we're mutually buying into something, of course, you have to remember, we are so old at home now that we've reached the routine where we come home from work because we're both working out of the house, you know, out of the house right now. So we both come home, we settle in, uh, we do some dinner situation, we put on the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, then we uh, look at one another with a glare when Wheel of Fortune comes on to figure out who's going to be the one to get up and get the remote and turn the fucking channel off of Wheel of Fortune. Uh, and then just before or after you have your sherry, right? Well, you know, it depends on who's gotten up. And then, um, it's now there's like football on like four nights a week. It seems like, so I'll put a football game on or Sam's in charge of TV. If there's a football game on, I'll put it on unless she changes the channel, but that's about it. So that's, that's Mike's, that's Mike's question of the week answer. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yep. We made it through one. 
One listener answer. All right. Edward says, not my kid because I ain't got none, but my friend's kids. To keep his kids in line during the run-up to Christmas, he would call me up while telling his kids that he was calling Santa to tell him they were being naughty. This was before cell phones were ubiquitous. I would pretend to be Santa and tell them that I was able to watch them from the North Pole via tiny cameras that I had in every electrical outlet in oh the world. Oh, God, that's terrifying. <laughs> his kids spent that entire Christmas season trying to peer into electrical outlets to spot the cameras. Stick a fork in there and see what happens. That's some... Uh... That's some dystopian shit right there is what that is. is. (laughs) Some Fahrenheit 451. Uh, Continuing in this theme, Kristen says another Santa-related lie. We have an eyeball ornament on top of our Christmas tree. Long story. And we tell our kids it's the eye of Santa, and he watches everything they do. A little scary, but fun for the parents, which is all that really matters. Now that's a very Lord of the Rings. That's like the eye of... Sauron mm-hmm. going on <laughs> and uh, on the other side of this Rena says when kids told my niece there was no Santa I told her that's because they had been bad and Santa was only going to bring them coal that's so she very feel good sorry for them that's very good yep mm-hmm. uh Andrea said I just love this one Andrea your brain uh, I told lies on vacation to other kids I met most common I said I was a twin or I would say I was Canadian. I also claimed my name was Jennifer. I mean, I don't understand. Every third girl was named Jennifer. Mm-hmm. It's very <laughs> believable. But saying you're a twin, does that leave you the opportunity to like leave and then come back and pretend to be a different person? Because I kind of dig That'd that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Tell me mm-hmm. how much you hate that bitch Jennifer. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, Leslie says, when I was in first or second grade, I told my best friend I knew sign language and showed her some. The sign for snake was just wiggling your whole body around. (laughs) Makes sense. We told our teacher we knew sign language, and the teacher called our parents to ask if we could teach the class how to sign. Our parents were like, yeah, they don't know sign language. (laughs) Do you think that they really believed, that Leslie really believed she knew sign language? Like, you just make up a sign, and you do it, and people understand that's what that is. It's like interpretive dance with your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense to me. If there's nobody there who actually knows ASL, mm-hmm. you're in the clear. <laughs> there's a sitcom plot here where they have to get up in front of the class, and then someone decides that this would be good for the whole school, and they turn it into an assembly, and it's yeah. going to be televised, and then flops what? I feel like this would work... On a 90s sitcom, but I don't think it would work in a sitcom today because there might be some issues yeah. with disrespecting hearing-impaired culture oh. or something like that. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not good. You can, you can do it when you're six, but when you're an adult, uh, not so much anymore. Uh, Heather says, I told my five-year-old daughter that the principal had called me and said she'd have to repeat kindergarten if she continued to be late every day. She was impossible to wake up and still is at 10. Totally worked. Would have worked on me. Oh, me too. Somebody said I was going to fail kindergarten. Mm. Is there such a thing as failing kindergarten? Like, that's... (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) You're going to have to take another year of snacks and naps. (laughs) Actually, sounds I would amazing love to right repeat. Right. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Can I go back? Repeat it for ten years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm too big for the nap blanket, but oh well. 
Uh, Peter said, the neighborhood kid used to tell me I could have a turn on the tire swing after Horace, but Horace didn't exist. And the kid would make like he got a phone call pre-cell phones saying that Horace wasn't coming today. So I wouldn't get a turn at all. That's so mean. Peter. Aw. Are you in therapy? Please tell me you're addressing this. (laughs) (laughs) Tier, from Tier, I heard someone say that their parent told them the oil stains in the road were the stains from run over kids who didn't look both ways before crossing the street. So good. That's genius. That's some scared straight shit. I like that. That's upsetting. Linda's is very sweet. I told my kids I was Shirley Temple when I was a little girl. I had a picture of me with curly hair, and they believed it. Nice. That's Aww. good. Linda, you'll always be Shirley Temple to me. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Mia says, as kids, my best friend and I would tell other kids on the playground that we were child nurses. What is got that? To wear, <laughs> got to wear special aprons and nurse caps. We also said it proved that we were the smartest kids at school. That didn't really help our popularity during those early years. You're telling me that the child nurses weren't the height of coolness? (laughs) I would have loved to be a child nurse. (laughs) I could get up into some like Florence Nightingale shit if I got to wear that little hat and the cape and stuff. It's awesome. Um, From Scott, when I was four years old, my little sister was born. I hated being out of the spotlight. In order to get some attention, I took a blue crayon and drew hundreds of small one-inch-long straight lines on my bedroom wall. I don't remember why I thought this was a good idea, but I do remember I was caught red-handed with a blue crayon. When my mom asked, what is that? I answered, ants did it. (laughs) (laughs) I used to draw on the walls when I was upset. It was like that was my way of acting out when I was really little. Um, I think that's a pretty common a yeah. common thing. Did you guys ever read Harold and the Purple Crayon? Of course. Of course. Classic. I mean, yeah. how could a kid not think that drawing on the wall was okay right. yep. after reading the Purple Crayon? Uh, let's see. Harold never had, had to repaint a bedroom, did he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a second uh, entry from Andrea. This one is also excellent. She says, I really didn't want my five-year-old daughter to know about bikini espresso stands. By the by, this is not a thing in Minnesota. I assume it's not a thing in any state that has snow in the winter. But uh, anyway, I really didn't want my five-year-old daughter to know about bikini espresso stands and wanted to support positivity for all body types. She was just starting to read and asked us the name of one we drove by every day. We told her it was called Big Bodies, and it had a huge line because people love big bodies. We still call all bikini espresso stands big bodies oh i love it that's wonderful i really like it a lot and finally this is edward's second uh submission also very worth talking about when i was a little kid my grandfather liked to go to the horse track and play the ponies my grandmother was not a fan of this activity so he would tell her that he was taking me to the zoo for the afternoon (laughs) on our way to belmont my grandfather told me that he was taking me to quote the pony zoo unquote and the clowns, a.k.a. the jockeys, in their brightly colored racing silks, rode the horses around the ring. <laughs> Grandpa's kind of a genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there are more that I didn't include on this on our Facebook group. So I encourage everybody to wander over there and 
share those. I don't care if it's weeks or months later, if you want to add to that thread, I love these stories. They're fantastic. They're pretty great. Yeah. Also because I can't lie and have never lied to my parents. I am fascinated by these (laughs) stories. I'm like, wait, you can do that? Uh, Yeah, for the record, I don't think my mother ever knew who I was actually hanging out with at any point. And it wasn't even that uh, I was hanging out with people I shouldn't so much as it was just easier to just give a generic answer. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, you know, especially senior year of high school, I had a car. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My dad made a stab at like being, you know, a responsible parent one time when I was, I don't know, 16 maybe and this was before cell phones and he asked me for a list of the names and phone numbers home phone numbers of all my friends (laughs) (laughs) so he could like call the you know the parents of whoever I said I was hanging out with to make sure I was actually there Mm -hmm. and the only thing I remember about this is that I sent I gave him a list and I realized it was all guys and he (laughs) he looked at the list and he goes are you coming out to me as straight (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Dad. <laughs> yes, I am. Dad, I like boys. I'm sorry. Please don't kick me out of the house. Oh, it's sad that it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really shouldn't be, but right. it is. Uh, and on that note, we're going to medium talk. <laughs> Uh, We are rolling into the holiday season, whether you like it or not, and whether or not it's 70 degrees out like it has been the last couple of days here. Uh, And that means it is... Or whether it's 21 degrees and snowed four inches yesterday. Oh, oh, right. Like here. (laughs) Uh, And you and I led a... Well, you led and I helped with a great conversation about shovels and snow brushes the other day for those who Mm -hmm. are not acquainted. Uh, One of those things that uh, you you never... uh, fully appreciate until you need one and then you realize how important it is to have a good one yeah yep Yep. um we are going to do something we like to do on occasion which is uh go through the things that have been purchased through our amazon referral links through the uh, weeks of show posts and uh judge you all for them and 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 also (laughs) and also thank you for using them because we get uh dollars to get out of a couple of jams jams like web hosting for the for the uh awful ugly beautiful website that we have with colors everywhere and uh hosting for the the audio for the show that gets into your ear holes and um it pays for oreos when we're allowed to have picnics and uh (laughs) things like that am i missing anything pays for things like that yeah microphones yeah occasionally yeah Yeah. the the things that bought a few that make this thing go vroom yeah the uh the traveling mic back when we used to use that which we should really dust off and find and Try to figure that whole thing out. Although now in the age of Zoom, a lot more people are probably more prepared to uh, hop on a conversation, right? That sort of right. forces us all to learn how to do it. So, And I think we've all become more accepting of inferior audio quality. Right. We've yeah. all lowered our standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's comforting. Uh, so, yes, we have a report of all the things purchased on Amazon from uh, August 1st, which was about the last time we did this with chair, 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 chair to uh to yesterday <laughs> or today and uh and it looks like you've done some totaling for us i did i did people purchased a total of five thousand 
$89.16 worth of products. Although that says price. It doesn't say revenue. I wonder. Oh, yeah. That doesn't include quantity. Let me update that real quick. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, you're going to have some crosswork to do oh, there, aren't yeah. you? Oh, wait a minute. If you <laughs> That didn't turn out better. That turned out to be less. Oh. Because oh, of return. Because we had some returns. returns. All right. Well, anyway, we'll say a 5,000 and change. A number of purchases that were made. And from that, we netted ad fees of $150.34. Wow. That is not nothing. That's an even amount of gems right there. Yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, Keep talking for a second. I'm doing some math. (laughs) Oh, okay. Why I'm the one doing this? I'm the least qualified. <laughs> Hang on yeah, a second. I don't know. What are... <laughs> I don't work in Excel, so you y'all take this. <laughs> I'm doing some multiplying. Damn it! I I created a column to to uh-huh. multiply out the price times the revenue. I thought that's the... what the revenue was. Nope. Price I... times the item shift, but the revenue <laughs> revenue is different. <laughs> it is different. So I oh it is that is what. Well, mm-hmm. I I just did it again, and I got I got a different number than you did. I got fifty two hundred nineteen dollars and forty four cents. So who anyway? You all bought a lot of stuff on Amazon, and sadly, this doesn't even include the things that you bought on Amazon that did not get us jam money. There are some mm-hmm. things that do that, and so you actually use the link even more than that. And I think that's worth noting. And so I know because some of the weird shit that I bought actually didn't make the, uh, yeah, the pennies too. back to us list, and that's we so appreciate you guys using this link. It really helps. Uh, Like, for example, the copy of Sneakers on DVD that I bought Hillary for her birthday didn't get us anything. (laughs) What? (laughs) But as I told her, it was cheaper than a greeting card, so I was happy to do it. (laughs) Well, but no, but they do have books and textbooks. They do have Kindle books. Right. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird the things that do and don't. So what we're saying is you should buy everything through our link because it it probably will work. More things do than Mm -hmm. don't. Yeah. And uh, just to be safe, you should buy even more things with the link. Right. Yeah. And I know I'm quite certain that um, gift cards don't, we don't get a percentage of that because it's not actually an an item. You only, um, we only get ad fees on actual items that that you purchase. That would be some laundering genius if I could just use the link to buy Amazon gift cards. It would just be a never ending cycle of Mm -hmm. robbing Jeff Bezos. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Yep. I, at least I'm getting my Washington Post subscription money back. <laughs> uh, nope. Support local journalism and national journalism, please. Please. Um, I highlighted the first item on this list purely out of financial benefit to us, which was an Apple MacBook Pro 15-inch laptop with Retina display, 2.2 gigahertz Intel Core i7 processor, 16 gig RAM, 256 solid-state drive, renewed. So you got the, the deal on the one that uh, had been fixed up. Uh, you bought a nine hundred dollar laptop on Amazon, and we got, we got, uh, we got a jam, almost a jam out of that. Yeah, thanks so, for uh, that. Wow, that was Whew. great. Thank you, thank you for mm-hmm. that. Everybody, buy buy your very expensive things on Amazon. You'd be surprised how much money they'd be willing to take from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have another laptop on there. It's an Acer Aspire, though, so it's and it's not the fancy MacBook Pro, right. but still, it's not nothing. <laughs> True. Yeah, hey, I'll take it. And interesting, the Asurion four-year laptop accident protection plan did net us some cash. And I think that's sort of weird since it's not yeah, an item. It's a, a thing. 
but it's yeah. a racket, so that's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a ripoff. That's... <laughs> So we're just we're getting cut in on the Vic. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, who had the uh, the next one here? Because I have thoughts on that. Mm, I did. I just used this whatever pale orange color to um, highlight a set of things out of toys and games. This first one is the Eastern Jungle Gym Easy One Two Three A Frame mm-hmm. Two Brackets for Swing Set with All Mounting Hardware in Green, and then a little further down, there's the Eastern Jungle Gym Heavy Duty High Back Full Bucket Toddler Swing Seat. Then there is the Eastern Jungle Gym Two Outdoor Swing Seats for Play Seat Play Set Replacement Swings, and then there is even. The Eastern Jungle Gym Heavy Duty Ring Trapeze Bar Combo Swing. So somebody's oh getting a swing set. Somebody did a lot of swing set work in September. These are all within like a week of each other. Yeah. In the end of September. This is the opposite of parting out a swing set. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's a la carte fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. Then you can build a custom. I assume there are other options. Yeah. That you could have gone with. I like it. Which way Somebody would you like to break your arm? <laughs> As a childhood ritual. Yeah. I love it. Um, let's see. And then my regular uh, ones, lines I did in purple. That's me. And the first one I picked was the Gift Express 12 assorted colored duct tapes, 10 yards times 2 inch rolls, 12 multipurposes bright colors tapes. And somebody bought three of them and then on the same day i assume the same person bought two more later so we have a total of five sets of 12 sets of duct tapes in colors i just think they're probably going to be kidnapping people why else would you need that much duct tape you gotta color code your your victims right right Mm -hmm. Right. there's no reason you shouldn't color code to their clothing colors. How else are you going to keep them keep them apart? That's a true. That's a third of a mile of duct tape. I'm still doing math over here. <laughs> Is this a teacher buying their own supplies? That's what I think, and I get oh, depressed when I see stuff like this. No, sadly, it's, let's, yeah. let's but stick with the uh, kidnapping okay. plot. That's uh, much if, better. if their supplies are. Um, or duct tape, then it's got to be Catholic school or something. That's some serious discipline. <laughs> what else are you using duct tape for in a classroom? I don't see like a pack of 24 wooden rulers, though. So it can't be <laughs> Catholic school. Uh, there's a lot of tape dispensers, too. We didn't highlight it here. but Yeah. And those are like the, the, the small plastic ones that you use twice and then lose in the bottom of the right. gift wrap box. Uh, somebody bought uh, seven six packs of those. That's maybe somebody has a tape oh, problem, right? Or a tape blessing. I mean, mm. a lot of time at home <laughs> these days. Whatever gets it done. Yep. Uh, let's see. More purple, more duct tape. Oh, and then it goes to me. This is the uh, platinum fountain pen preppy, which I believe is the name of the type of pen. Fine point pack of seven, Japan import. These are the, they're like uh, reservoir um, calligraphy pens in different colors. And I'm mm. sure they're not, they're, they're not super fancy, but they're not, not fancy. They're a decent price point. This is a $25 pack of pens. And I highlighted this, of course, because 
this is just a show for me to talk about pens. Pens, yeah. These days. Right. Um, I love those fountain pens with the metal points, and I'm terrible at using them. I mean, being left-handed does not help. Um, we used them a little bit in, like, art class in middle school and high school, and we're supposed to learn how to kind of write with them. And I could never master it so that it didn't look terrible. Like, there'd just be big ink spots where I let the tip sit too long and... I could never like don't don't ask me to write out your declaration of independence because it's just not going to happen. But I am very jealous of anyone who can use those pens and really have beautiful calligraphy. Like I have a friend who writes letters once in a while and he'll use his very fancy calligraphy pen and he's pretty good at it. And it makes me really uh, feel inadequate in the uh, handwriting department. I think that's one of those things where you got to get your 10,000 hours in yeah. to be <laughs> really good at calligraphy i'm interested in the price point here yeah. this isn't that a weird price 25.74 were they on sale well it's from japan right it's an import so it might be a like currency conversion thing maybe right i guess like maybe there was some amount of money that makes sense in japan i mean it's three dollars and 67 cents and seven tenths of a cent per pen yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm uh I'm I I can't do that much math to do a currency conversion <laughs> right now, so I don't know. Um I also highlighted the Waterpick cordless water flosser, battery battery operated and portable for travel home ADA accepted cordless express white WFO2. Uh and I highlighted this as more of a question and perhaps the person who purchased the Waterpick cordless water flosser can answer it for me. I see commercials for these. Uh I am a a flosser guy i use the uh like the pick with the little arch of floss because my fat sausage fingers can't get into the back of my mouth to floss with regular floss and then when i do it's always uncomfortable getting the floss around my fingers it's a whole, i don't know how people do it i i just can't i can't and so i use the picks um the water flosser seems like a good idea to me but it also seems like a clown spraying me in the face with a bottle of seltzer like, I cannot imagine doing this without it being just a giant, disgusting mess everywhere. I think it is. I used to have one when I was a kid, and I think it's kind of a, a mess. I, I also use those little picks. Um, and the reason I don't have a water pick is because I don't want to spend the counter space on it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even keep the charger for my toothbrush out. I just take it out and charge it. When it needs to charge, and then I put it back away, like so, like once a week, you know, I just plug it in, and then I because yeah, counter space is a premium. Well, in our bathroom. Out, outlet um, space is also at a premium. I have a, a nightlight mm -hmm. in the bathroom, and then I have a Google Home plugged in that hides on top of the medicine cabinet because I like to listen to music really loud when I take showers. I'm not willing to undo either of those. So, <laughs> sorry, water pick. Yep, guys, I have an update. I'm putting the link in Slack on these pens. They are so much cooler than I thought they would be. They're different colors. See, yes. There's seven different colors. I didn't do it justice. Um, I looked at the price to see if maybe they were on sale, and that's why we got the weird thing. And I'm sorry to tell our purchaser this who paid $25.74. They're now $25.72. I also did uh, the currency conversion, and that's 2,702.83 Japanese yen. So I don't think that's really it hmm. either. 
Uh, is there some volatility there? Like, is there a chance that they were twenty six ninety nine oh, yeah. yen? That's true. Yesterday, because the yen went way down right after the election. Mm, yeah, interesting how that happened. This, yeah. <laughs> but this was in August. So number detectives mm, on the case. Yeah. These pens may need to get shortlisted for me now. I may need to buy these. Could the listener who bought these please report back on what they are and how they work? I would appreciate a thorough report. They look really cool. Yeah, right? I'm, I just, yeah, I don't need more pens. I I have like a a (laughs) bag. Of all people. But how many green ink fountain pens do you have? Not multiple, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, please please get back to us. And also, water pick users, can you let me know? Like, how do you defend like, I yourselves? Hard, I have a hard enough time. Shape. So here's too much information on my life. We've already talked about my bathroom situation once today. Um, when I trim my beard, uh, first of all, for years because I was traveling so much, I just always did it in hotel bathrooms so I could just sort of mop it up after and leave a good tip. Um, Doing it at home, I the bathroom sink in our little bathroom in the apartment is so small. I don't do it. So I do it in the shower, standing up. I, I use a small mirror that I just sort of prop up, and then I can rinse everything away after I shower. So, like, I trim my beard, and then I shower immediately after. I cannot imagine making that much of a mess at my little sink. I just can't. Ah, can't do it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Two-pack silicone ice cube trays with bucket lid scoop. Uh, I just like this because it looked interesting and also because now that I live in an apartment with a fridge that doesn't have an ice maker, suddenly I'm making ice again like a like a commoner. And oh, so anything right. anything that would take me back to, to doing that a little bit better sounds great. And this is fun. It's two little trays on top of a bucket to hold the ice and then it comes with this. It's a whole contained thing. I didn't realize uh, ice cube trays could be so fancy. I haven't owned an ice cube tray since the days of the hard plastic ones. And they were usually like blue or like white, weren't they? Yeah. But I've never had a silicone. Right. Tray, I've so tried that might be the worth exploring. Ones and they're fine, except that they're very wobbly. <laughs> so you have oh, to put yeah. them on a tray to bring them to the freezer. And I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Uh, we have the cheap plastic ones. Like I was at Stop and Shop the day we moved in and I was like, shit, we need ice. I mean, nobody needs ice, but like we want ice. And so I just bought the only kind they had at the grocery store. And so I paid too much for shitty ice cube trays and we're still using them. I like the ones mm-hmm. that have like the, the hard plastic ones that have a, a cover on them. That makes it a little less of a chore. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ice maker all the way. <sighs> Someday. I just buy bags of ice. Mm. that's tempting if it, it is a good the, idea. the only flaw with that on our end is third floor walk-up apartment i now think very critically about everything i carry up to the apartment mm. i bet <laughs> uh the next one is mine uh the poppity home sturdy kitchen sink side kitchen countertop black drain board draining dish drying rack <laughs> dish rack with utensil holder <laughs> The SEO on these is getting <laughs> absurd. <laughs> I highlighted this one solely because I read Poppity Home Sturdy Kitchen Sink and thought it said Poopity Home Sturdy <laughs> Kitchen Sink. <laughs> it's an elegant, so uh, that's an elegant dish rack. Yeah. Nice choice. That's, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, I have uh, Victor M156 Metal Pedal mousetrap 16 pack 64 total traps 
and it was purchased twice back to back. So somebody bought double of 64. Uh, mice are you trying to kill i'm i'm so sorry for you listener jesus i don't know what you're up against but it is not good unless this is some sort of like uh art project like you're just laying them all out or like using them as dominoes or something or it's or it's like you're building a rube goldberg machine to catch one mouse (laughs) you're you're literally playing the game mouse trap um yeah. So good luck. Good luck with that, with life, with whatever mm-hmm. you have going on. Good luck. One time in my retail days, we had a mouse on our store and I knew because it would climb up on top of the counter and we had, you know, point of sale little um, chocolate turtle patties, pecans and caramel and chocolate. And it used to um, eat them. It used to like nibble through the shrink wrap and I'd come in and find these nibbled um oh. turtle patties and i was like mm. so i got a spring trap and i baited it with part of a turtle patty because i'm like i know they like these and i put it like in a likely spot but i did it the evening before my day off so that the person who was in the next day would have to deal <laughs> with it and my plan worked perfectly <laughs> well done Ah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Oh, that's more uh, playground stuff. So we're back to me. Oh, yes. I went through that. Um, uh, Multi-view scientific calculator, Texas Instruments TI-30XS. I can't remember. Um, oh, this I, I thought it was one of the graphing calculators. It's obviously not because it was $15.44 and not an arm and a leg. Um, oh, no. I'm sitting here looking at a TI-30XA, which is definitely not a graphing ooh, calculator. Right. Well, this is the XS, uh, which is... Um, blue and white it's got kind of a a different look to it than the one i had as a as a young math student oh it's on sale down from twenty dollars to fifteen forty four that's nice um interesting uh yep just uh school or nerd all it did was give me flashbacks to playing the drug dealing game on my graphing calculator that's the only thing (laughs) i ever remember doing with it i feel like scientific calculators are for like really serious people because you don't you don't even need (laughs) The graphs like you don't need the games you don't need to, to take notes so you can cheat on your trig test not that i ever did that never uh oh my god you criminals you <laughs> criminals now i do math for a living what does that tell you <laughs> i was like at the forefront of the graphing calculator revolution to it's to such that some of my friends had them but i never had one mm-hmm. so i got through all my math studies with the regular old calculator kids these days they have everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh let's see where are we uh summit Summit. yes at the summit patio lawn and garden summit responsible solutions mosquito bits 30 ounce it's a lot of mosquito bits (laughs) (laughs) just what we need more parts of mosquitoes I got to look this one up. Well, obviously, it's mosquito control of some sort. Yes, kills mosquitoes. Be those little, like, you know, those little cakes that you put in standing water to kill them? I don't know. I'm looking at a jug of mosquito bits. Right? They also control fungus gnats. So you got that going for you. Oh, EPA registered in all 50 states. But what do they do? How do they work? They kill mosquitoes. Before they're old enough to bite. 
It looks like gravel. Where's the about this product section? Corn cob granules coated in BTI. It does look like corn. Provide a punch, turning water black with larva to a clear pool void of future mosquitoes. Okay, wait a minute. What? This to quote Hillary doesn't make. Hmm. Uh, uh, once again, listener, we need a report back on what you're doing with mosquito bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one's mine. Um, I obviously started from the bottom of this list and worked my way up because I didn't have anything until now. Um, this one's, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, Mkono, maybe? Two-piece mini-hanging planter vase at three-and-a-half-inch white ceramic plant pot with gold metal geometric plant hanger, modern window ceiling planters for small... That's where small it cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. Actually, I highlighted this because it, I bought this. I love it. Um, they're great. It's two little hanging planters, and I make um i get cuttings off my my pothos plant in my bedroom that is taking over and getting way too big so i cut off the the long vines and i stick them in this which is hanging in my bathroom in front of the window and i let them get um they grow roots and then i put them in dirt and then they become oh, bigger plants. pretty i like them yeah there's an idea maybe i should just um flood the bathroom window with plants that's one way to do it <laughs> Um, that would probably make it a nice environment yeah. too. They yeah. love the humidity and those specific plants will like, they'll live in anything. So it doesn't matter if you get any light or not really. There we go. Yeah. I bet you I can kill them. I've tried and they thrive despite my abuse. Um, mm. my plants all just die of disinterest. They know I don't care and they just wither. I had a black thumb for a really long time, but I've kind of started filling this house up with plants and most of them have done pretty well. I it, there was there were a few failures and, you know, experiments where I'm learning where stuff goes and where it's happy and where it's not, but I have like, I don't know, 20 or 30 house plants now that are all alive. Wow. It's weird. See, this is my problem. Is that you're like, yeah, some of them die, but most of them are okay. I buy a plant and then it dies in 10 days, and I'm like, well, I guess we're done with plants. Yeah. <laughs> I just never give up, I guess. And here we thought you only collected cats. Yeah, I also collect <laughs> plants that are poisonous to cats. Oh, I recently bought a, uh, a glass cabinet to keep my... Because um, so, I used to keep my poisonous plants at work, and I can't do that oh, anymore. Right. I suppose not. Right? So I was like... What am I gonna do I gotta bring I have this cactus Gregory's old boss gave us this cactus and it's extremely toxic to people and very toxic to to pets and I was like okay I'll just I'll put it uh you know I have a huge huge window in my office at work it gets a ton of sun it's very hot because it's like basically on the radiator so I, I it lived there and it was very happy and it, now I have to kind of empty out my office because I'm giving it up and so I was like, well, I guess I, I better figure out some sort of in, inside greenhouse situation or something where the cats can't get at it. So I bought this glass cabinet at Ikea and it's wonderful. It's got glass shelves. I'm going to put a grow light in it and it's going to, it's where I'm going to store all my poison plants. And it's got a little key and lock too, so they can't break into wow. it. <laughs> Just until they learn how to 
unlock a door. I wouldn't put anything past Bear. Mm. If it's something that he thinks is interesting to me, then he will go to the ends of the earth (laughs) to get into it and eat it. Um, The next one I also highlighted because I noticed that we had a weird amount of pom-pom ball purchases. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there are four of these. 16-piece faux fur pom-pom ball DIY fur pom-poms for hats, shoes, scarves, bag, pom-poms, keychain, charms, knitting, hat, accessories, white. And then we have more pom-poms, but popular mix color. And then we have DIY keychain rainbow 12-piece faux raccoon fur fluffy pom-pom ball for hat, shoes, scarves, bag, charms, gift, rainbow one. And 16 pieces faux fur pom-pom ball DIY, blah, 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 same as, except black, white, gray, natural, probably. So, like, somebody was really going crazy with the pom-pom balls on the 28th of October. What's faux raccoon fur do for you? Oh, no. Is it stripey? But these are the rainbow ones. Are they rainbow stripey? Do we think this was some sort of last minute Halloween costume? Like just Maybe or like a craft project? Dip yourself in glue and just roll around in these pom-poms and go as a... (laughs) Like a, like a, I like these like coronavirus over pom pom balls. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> a multicolored coronavirus. Right. <laughs> yeah, you've got all the coronas, like the little spikes yeah, on the exactly. the protein exactly. spikes on the virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've all been looking at that same same exact visual representation of coronavirus for the last nine months yep. now. So you're just going for that with the little red pock marks in the white background and yeah. And then just a little trash panda, just just a delicate yeah. touch. Yeah. Make it more mm-hmm. lifelike. <laughs> They're all stained. We don't know what the viruses actually look like. Exactly. Maybe maybe somebody is making a movie with motion capture stuff. So they have somebody wearing a green suit, you know, they have to put the little balls all over this motion capture suit. Maybe they just thought they'd use pom poms. There you go. I don't. I don't feel a lot of buy-in on that idea, guys. We're not really yes-anding you, are we? I'm sorry. I thought those. <laughs> I thought they had to be green. The suits usually green, and the pom pom white. I don't think they're. Oh, pom-poms. I think they're. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're ping pong balls. Ping pong balls with probably something inside them that captures the movement, right? Yeah. I also have already looked ahead to the unicorn hair, so I'm just trying to wrap my brain Uh, around Yes. Uh, The Lime Crime Unicorn Hair Dye Bubblegum Rose Warm Rose Pink Fantasy Hair Color Full Coverage Ultra Conditioning Semi-Permanent Damage-Free Formulation, I assume is that last word. Now, we know our listener Carolyn has bought the blue um, conditioning um, stuff. That's a very technical term. And I did see that Carolyn um, refilled her supply. Yes. That's um, further up the list. But I don't think she does pink. So, And why is it called Lime Crime Unicorn Hair? And then you buy it in Bubblegum Rose. It's just confusing my brain. The brand is Lime Crime, which is a, a... I love that combination of words so much. And they have all sorts of like funky colored cosmetics. 
Right. Mm. Have you looked at Why the picture? Did you pull this listing I'm up? Because there. I'm looking at it right now. It's not straight hair dye. What it is is it gives your hair that unicorn shimmer. It looks like you've got glitter in your hair. And so I can only imagine that it gives your hair this look for a week and you are betting this look for a lifetime. <laughs> Semi-permanent. So it's not, you don't have to grow it out. It'll fade away and your hair right. will look weird afterwards. But it's got a, it's got a shimmer shine like somebody threw glitter into your hair. Oh, delivers intense color on pre-bleached platinum to medium blonde hair and adds a tint of color to dark blonde and light brown hair. So people with dark brown or black hair, sorry. Yeah, it would never work on me. Well, it's a different Mm-mm. effect. If the One of the pictures further down on this listing is the different hair types wave side by side. And, uh, you know, there's something for everyone here. It's just a different effect. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, it's cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I could definitely never pull it off. Me oh, come neither. on. You totally could. Um, I'm just keeping my hair short enough to avoid the gray. So. <laughs> yeah, but you look distinguished with gray. Well, yes, I do. That's that's the gender bias of gray hair. Of course I do. Well, I'm graying. The, I'm the graying gray the will help, help your outsides match your insides. <laughs> I, uh, so will my knees at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one I highlighted was disposable KN95 face masks, non-woven five-layer disposable mask, elastic elastic ear loops, adjustable nose wire, lightweight, perfect for office, five units per bag. Perfect um, for office. Yeah, well, <laughs> I highlighted this because I bought these, and they're the weird ones that, that, that are cone-shaped, and they make you look really strange, but they're pretty comfortable, and I find them more, um, I don't know, they're easy to wear if... Some of my masks, like when I breathe in through my nose, they kind of go up my nose. <laughs> so, oh. so these are a little bit more comfortable. They don't do that. The The fabric ones are kind of hard to breathe in sometimes. So um, face masks, another thing that we're all buying and getting used to having in our houses in our lives. <laughs> yep. I mean, except I made all of mine. Of course you did. all of the hundreds of pieces of scrap fabric that I have. I have some that has dinosaur print on it. I have one that I call my blue spore mask because the fabric looks like blue spores. I have one that's plaid. I don't know. Just make masks. That's Some great. of us are not talented enough to do that, and that's the rest of us have a struggle. I mean, it's not that hard, but... I have a friend who um, has transitioned to making masks as, like, a job. He was a, he was a chauffeur, and of course that's not really happening mm. <laughs> um and uh he just got a new sewing machine that allows him to do really complex embroidery um so i've been trying to figure out what i want to have him make for me as an embroidered mask Ooh, that's cool yeah and mm-hmm. let me i want to find it so i can plug his i think it's called pg masks let's see Mask PGH because he's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Mask PGH on on um, Facebook. Personal friend of ours, um, super great guy. Um, buy his masks and help me figure out what to embroider on one because they can Ooh, do a rainbow basically mask. anything. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have the next two. So there were like several Game Land twelve decks, six red, six blue premium playing card sets. 
One, two, three, four, eight. Somebody bought eight sets of cards. Yes. Eight sets of 12 decks of, 12 of cards. 12 decks of cards. Yeah. Okay. So so Whoa. one of you is opening a casino, I guess. 96 decks of cards. Yeah, I can still do multiplication. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a casino or, or some sort of like uh, stir crazy house of card building pandemic concerns. Do we need to send someone to check on you? Maybe. Yeah. Let us know if you're okay. Blink twice. Yep. It's <laughs> a lot of cards. Yeah. Oh, the next one was just yet another pom-pom, so I guess we could skip over that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Faux fox fur. Those pom-poms. Then I highlighted the next one in Toys and Games. 168 pieces mini dinosaur figure toys. Realistic plastic dinosaur set for kids, children, toddler, learning, educational, goodie bag, parties, supplies, including... <laughs> I want to say it can't possibly be the parent of the child who has purchased this 168-piece set, right? This has to be some other adult in the child's life who does not care that this parent is now going to have to clean up 168 pieces of dinosaurs. Or a kid that figured out how to work Alexa. <laughs> yeah. What do I want? 168 I dinosaurs! <laughs> I would have loved this. I would have played with dinosaurs. Um, this set is great. Some of the pictures include putting them on top of cupcakes as decoration. Oh. Yeah, and party party supplies. Like, it, these might be just little party favors. Yeah. Although, who's having parties? Come on, guys. Don't have a party. Um, This is weird. So, there's a picture of, like, they somebody used them as a party favor and put them in little bags. And the bags have a few dinosaurs in it. And there's a card that says, Your dino might. Thank you for being my friendosaurus. Aww. <laughs> and then there's names handwritten like they're all from. But I can't read the from name because the handwriting is terrible. This child's penmanship is the worst. Ta- ta- tam. I, that's got to be a T I, or a J. I think it's a J. Jaden? J. J- no. J, J, There's too Jag, many letters for Jaden. Jagped Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, somebody put this idea together for a photo shoot and then got as far as, I don't know, maybe I smashed my wrong hand before I write. J, J, oh, J, Q, wow. J, Q, Q, These are not just generic dinosaurs either. They have a picture where they list the dinosaur names right yeah i don't know a lot of these i'm bad at dinosaurs is this a situation where these are from china and they tried to guess how to write an american name without really doing three seconds of research (laughs) possible like hold on what was the name of the you know when when japan tried to make um baseball american baseball player names oh (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah, this is a Mike truck situation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this is the uh, these are the American names from the '90s Japanese video game. Um, isn't Doug? Oh, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. There's a whole list of those floating around. I think this is supposed to say Jasper. 
Jasper. Ah, oh. uh, yes. That that list, by the way, also featured Bobson Dugnut. That's yes. what I was trying to remember. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're also good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, these dinosaurs are rad. Yeah, they are. I love them. And they don't fade like other dinosaurs. <laughs> We're going to find out this was Hillary. These are just for Rory. I, If they aren't, maybe they should be. You guys want to send Rory 168 dinosaurs to piss off Hillary? Hillary's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we have here? We have more, Moving on. more pom-poms. Uh, uh, yes. I was fascinated by the next one under home improvement. A four-pack pro outdoor faucet, faucet covers for winter. Lo- large. Boy, I can't talk anymore. Too much wine. Large outside a garden spigot socks faucet freeze protector protection antifreeze. I've never heard of garden spigot socks. Yeah, I've never had before. a spigot sock. Oh yeah. So when we bought this house, like the the inspector told us that we needed to winterize the the hose spigot, which I'd never done before. <laughs> I've lived in Michigan my whole life, and I've never. Did you just? turn off the I was like well we can just turn off the thing on the inside and that's what we did yeah boy this is oh they don't even look like socks they just look like little bags with the velcro cinch around it it's really a letdown how dare you listener who bought those home improvement stuff is boring (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about filters for cat fountains Jesus. That's the next on my list. I'm getting a sense. I wonder why may I have purchased this. this. Yeah, I've subscribed and saved to these because I have a water fountain for the cats and they love it and it's low maintenance. I have to clean it every once in a while, but you can chuck it in the dishwasher for the most part. Um, so I buy their filters and I'm supposed to clean it every week and change it every week. I don't do it. They don't care. <laughs> How does Bear feel about this fountain? Does this compare to the sink? Well, so he doesn't drink out of the sink. The sink is he, the sink okay. is a source of intrigue for him because he doesn't understand what happens when it goes away. Okay, so the fountain is for drinking and the faucet is for pondering. Yes. <laughs> yes, and he knows the sound of the dishwasher, so there are several be- I have a Samsung dishwasher and it sings a song and it's very musical and all the buttons have different tones and he knows exactly how it sounds when I'm going to start the dishwasher cuz you know it starts to gurgle in the drain. Uh-huh. And so when I push the button, he will come running from the other side of the house, like any floor, you know, he's in the attic, it doesn't matter. He will hear it and he'll come bounding down the stairs um, to sit in his spot uh, next to the sink and watch the watch the stuff go down the drain. Oh, you got a weird cat. Yes. Yeah, and I have no one to blame but myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, he's a weird beard. Um, and speaking of which, the next thing is something I've talked about on the show before. Nature Vet, Quiet Moments, Calming Aid for Cats, plus melatonin. They These are going strong. I have subscribed and saved to these as well. I get two packages every month, um, and they get... Uh, Bear gets two before bed, and Wonky has gotten in on the game. She doesn't need them because she's chill as hell, but she <laughs> knows that a treat is happening, and so she now... Uh, joins him and and gets choose. Link is oblivious. He doesn't care. Like he doesn't want these at all. Um, but the other two love him. 
Interesting. Yeah. Cats are hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I highlighted the next one. It is the number four glitter birthday candle, purple party supply. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a glitter birthday candle in the shape of a four. So somebody out there is turning four. Happy birthday. birthday. Uh, I meant to highlight the item right under that. The Socus Trigger Self-Point Massager S-shaped therapy massage tool for self-back massage, neck massage, shoulder massage. Yes. Um, This is the giant plastic stick with a crook in it that you can just bang on your own back with. I love this. (laughs) I have this and it hangs off of my chair and I use it all the time. I love it. Um, we have one, and I use it intermittently, and I feel like it hurts like hell when I'm trying to figure out how to use it, but then I feel great after I used it. I kind of have the opposite experience. It feels wonderful while I'm using it, but it like bruises me up so badly that I feel terrible the next day. Yeah, you, you can really get in there with it. Yeah, it's dangerous. You can. Oh, I feel like some of my highlighting didn't stick, or maybe I just forgot to carry it over from the earlier spreadsheet, because I also meant to highlight the three... Gerber shard keychain tools in silver. Uh, I'm so glad that people caught on to the Gerber shard. That was an actual recommendation of ours from me a few weeks ago. It is like the best six-ish dollars you'll spend to put on your keychain. So enjoy your new Gerber shards. I'm glad you have them. I still have two, one on my Buffalo keys and one on my Boston keys. And I use it probably daily just to open Amazon boxes, if nothing else. But I feel like there's... Oh. <laughs> There's always something that needs to be opened or pried or poked at or tightened, and I use that that Gerber shard constantly. You're just such a Mr. Fix-It. You, you hold key. I guess you need keys to get into your... I don't have... I don't... My keys live in my purse, and they never come out. Uh, Yeah, my office. I have keys for my office because it's, you know, I'm not fancy. We don't have, like, swipe cards or anything uh the apartment has keys in fact the locksmith came to change our locks the other day because the, the door's been sticking and we have three different locks on our door because you know city life and he showed up and he didn't have any tools or anything with him and i was just like what? okay and he, was, he was just changing <laughs> the he was just changing the cores because these locks he does all the locks for the whole building and he just has this little thing that slips in rips out the center of the lock pops a new one in and he's like okay i'm done bye two minutes he's like whatever i'm not paying for it so i don't care he's like here are your new keys okay door still sticks didn't do anything to fix that but landlord insisted so that's probably the way that your door is hanging on its hinges well of course yeah but i you know locksmith wasn't my idea i just yeah make sure somebody's home to let the locksmith in i was like okay i feel like they ought to be able to handle that that's sort of yeah they they can get in on their right (laughs) anyway I think we have one more here that doesn't make any sense for Amazon. I have one more. Down here at the bottom, we had a cluster of grocery and gourmet food and Amazon Fresh products. And we have, I just thought this was funny, asparagus green conventional one bunch. Guys, just to remind you. This was me. (laughs) (laughs) Those were all things that I bought. (laughs) Listen, we made four cents off of your asparagus Meredith, I just wanted to let people know. Sometimes, so, it, you know, I too. try to do grocery delivery as much as possible. I don't love Whole Foods. Their their messaging irritates me. But for a while, especially in the summer, it was like really, really hard to get a delivery slot with shipped or, or whatever. So I would use Amazon Whole Foods delivery. And these are all things that I 
The melatonin was for the cats. The Greek yogurt was for me. That's my favorite oh, yogurt. Um, you too. Did you buy the halibut? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so I did. I did some. Uh, yeah, definitely. I did actually. I remember that. How about the fruit punch Gatorade thirst no. quencher? <laughs> I'm not that much of a drunk. I don't. I don't need rehydration. You would, you would, if you or needed a drink, you'd go to the Pedialyte, right? Yeah, that's what Pedialyte's for. Watered down Pedialyte is for when you're hungover. I got the, yeah, uh, yeah, chives. Organic only, I only buy organic when I don't have a choice. Um, and then um, Parmesan rinds for soup. That's that's why I was like, oh, yeah, that I remember that grocery order. Because this was back in August that these were ordered. But that was me. Meredith, I just want to point Wait. out that I went to Slack to post the picture of the baseball names just to find out that you'd beat me to it by four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you weirdos. Whatever, Bob's and uh, Dognut. Yeah, whatever, Glen Allen Mixon. Sleeve well, McDyke. <laughs> oh my God, you two got so distracted from the task at hand, which is that we made 49 cents from these grocery items that Meredith purchased. So just to remind everybody, yeah. you can get your um, organic tarragon on Amazon and we'll get 12 cents from it. Yep. Yep. Uh, one other follow-up file just before I forget the honey pit smokehouse is a, is a barbecue place just outside of St. Louis. Thank God it's not a strip club. Cause that's kind of what I first thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now back to the task at hand. Uh, thank you all for buying things from the Amazon referral links that we put in the show each week. It helps us out. It really does. It helps cover these little things that make the show go. And uh, with with the holidays coming and the impending doom of a very long, dark winter at home, remember that this is an opportunity to help us by doing something you're, you're going to need to do anyway. So, um, you know, exercise your, your needs and boredom shopping uh, and help us at the same time. We really appreciate it. And this is such an education for me because I'm not much of a shopper. You know, it's not my thing. So I am continually amazed at all the things that exist in this world that you guys like buy. Like all these pom-poms. Who would have thought? Right? It's a lot of pom-poms. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move to the question of the week, shall we? We shall. Who came up with this question? It wasn't me. Me neither, because I'm not very hopeful. But I, it, we, I know me We neither. came up with it on the, on the call. Maybe it was Christy. Let's blame Christy. She's, she's optimistic and sweet. <laughs> well the question of the week we want to discuss has nothing to do with things that you buy on amazon it's always thought in this post-election atmosphere maybe i don't know if that's what christy was thinking but the question of the week is what are you hopeful for yeah bobby i think you better start since meredith and i are gonna have a hard time for this yeah one. I, well i think we can be ambiguous here um this was sort of like uh the the election uh you know most of us agree is over um uh, <laughs> a couple of people are still struggling on that, but most of us agree it's over. And uh, give him time. And we also had let him have his blanket. Give him some juice, maybe a little nap, and he'll accept. I'll it. trade that for some office space and money for the transition team. Um, the I, I think it was beyond that. That was also you know um, Pfizer's good news about their their study. Um, Interesting, they're not in Operation Warp Speed, and they're the ones with the big good news, but whatever. Um, I, I I think, you know, 
by the way, that Pfizer news cost me an eighth of a point on my refi. I, I'm hoping oh. that another catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping another catastrophe happens between now and we lock the final rate because every time something bad happens, the mortgage rates drop a little bit. We still have a couple months of Trump. I'm sure something awful will happen soon. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, so we thought, uh, are things looking up? Things are looking up. There's light at the end of the tunnel. That's what we have to hope for, right? So, what are you hopeful for? This is a big, broad question. You can answer it any way you want. And yep. I have something that I thought of. Um, I, I, Other than there's a catastrophe so that your mortgage rate goes down? <laughs> marginally, yeah, marginally. Uh, no, I, I'm hopeful for the time when we can get mad at people we like again. Um, I, I want to get um, six to 18 months into a, a Biden presidency, and uh, I, I want to be able to hate Joe Biden for not being liberal enough. <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to be mad at Congress for not acting uh, as aggressively as I'd like. Uh, right now, we've had to spend all of our rage on being mad for people not doing anything at all or refusing that the truth exists or denying science. The battles have been so big that we haven't been able to have sort of the high-minded debate about minutia that we used to. Um, I, I I treasured being mad at Barack Obama for not doing enough for healthcare, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was mad that the Affordable Care Act didn't go far enough in some ways. Uh, and, and those were sort of high minded things that we could do. We had the luxury of being uh, particular. Uh, and as we discussed in the past, this election really came down to not quite the meal you wanted versus a heaping pile of shit for dinner. Right. <laughs> and we chose we chose the meal we didn't quite want. But I'm hoping we reach a point where we get to be fussy about that and say this wasn't seasoned mm-hmm. quite right. And uh, and just revel in the fact that we're not eating the giant pile of shit again for four years. So uh, that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm hopeful for, for high-minded discourse about the details of how to do things right instead of just fighting to try to keep the fucking world alive. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's what I'm hopeful for. Hmm. I am hopeful that before my credit with Delta Airlines expires in May, I will be able to fly to Los Angeles and to meet my new nephew. Yes. And I, you know, see the old one too. Uh, but the new nephew <laughs> is almost so eight excited. months old. <laughs> and <laughs> baby Elliot is starting to look less like a very large burrito and more like a child that has things going on behind his eyes. Yeah. My brother's like, yeah, you can sort of see the wheels turning in there now instead of just being like, well, yeah. all the time. So I would like to do that. And since the credit is $1,200, cause that was the cost of my Ouch. ticket to St. Lucia that got canceled. I'm flying first class, baby. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. Nice. Very good. So cross my fingers for that vaccine. I don't expect that I will be in an early group of people to get a vaccine, but maybe by May. Well, well that leads very neatly into what I'm hopeful for. And and despite, ugh, gosh, so... Um, our COVID rates in Michigan are going way up right now. And even in the more rural areas, um, it used to be just Detroit was getting the brunt of it, but now it's kind of everywhere. Um, Even so, I am very hopeful, given that we have some promising vaccine news and we have an incoming administration that actually has 
a credible group of scientists advising it on the coronavirus situation and will <laughs> follow their advice. Like, that is the bare minimum. And that has caused me to have so much hope. <laughs> because the, the truth is that we could have buckled down and, and taken care of this within a month. We could have. And we didn't because there was not a national strategy. Um, and we're nope. going to have... Well, there was. It was hope that it goes away on its own. Yeah. Don't panic the nation. There was, which amounts to no strategy in my opinion. So I'm very hopeful that we're going to at least have national mask mandates. We're going to have a coordinated vaccine rollout that goes to healthcare workers first. Um, and that we're going to have an administration that actually pays attention to the science and the research. Um, I'm not a big fan of Operation Warp Speed. I don't think rushing a vaccine is the way. So we need to do the work before we get a safe and effective vaccine. Now, Pfizer has come out with an effective vaccine. We don't quite know if it's safe yet. It probably is because they have to report adverse events and they haven't like that Johnson and Johnson one um, that was halted because somebody died, although they were in the placebo group. Um, <laughs> uh, probably not because of the salt water injection that they got, but um, I mean, probably that not. just goes, we hear about those things because they have to report them and yeah. it's obviously big news right now, but I have a lot of hope that we're going to get there and, you know, may might be optimistic, but it's possible. Um, so I, I, I really hope that, you know, frontline workers and healthcare workers get it first. I think that's the plan. Um, but I think at this point, you know, um, if people aren't going to behave, a vaccine's our only hope. And things are looking up in that regard. I think the next couple of months might suck. Yeah. So yeah. short term, I don't have a lot of hope. But if we can get through the next few months, I think things are looking yes. up. I like it. Hope is good. What are you hopeful for? That's the question. And with that, we'll go to Tishi recommends that nobody claimed, but we have a, a, a recommendation from beyond us. Uh, someone, maybe Christy wrote, can someone plug this listener? Renee sent it to me postcards to Georgia from mobilize.us. This is uh, voter postcards to Georgia, because of course the future of our, democracy weighs on two runoff races for senate seats in georgia um and and here's the thing about georgia it's full of people who would benefit from democrats running the senate and i know this because we would all benefit from democrats having control of the senate yeah um and you can send them postcards to encourage voters to vote and be heard because as republicans continually try to remind us uh they would never win another race in this country if everybody voted that should be telling it's so funny how they keep saying that out loud. Yeah, exactly. They say the quiet part loud and yeah. the loud part even louder. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so let's encourage some some Georgians to vote. Um, in lieu of moving to Georgia ourselves, although I did consider it briefly, um, let's let's uh, drive out the vote. And this postcard project will help with that. I mean, I'm working 100% remotely. Theoretically, I could do it from anywhere. Yeah. May as well go to Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 40 of us all registering at the same Airbnb in Georgia would actually be the voter fraud that they told us was going to happen in the general election. So, I, but, uh, you know, let's not prove can, the Republicans right. Exactly. There's plenty of people there who can do this 
They just need a little encouragement to vote. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And did we have an Amazon shameless plug of the week? We do. Um, this is something that I just bought. It came today. It's um, Norpro nonstick mini pie pans, set of four. I got four little pie pans and I am kind of on a mission to learn how to make pie. Um, now my mother is a master pie maker and she sent me her recipe and it made me want to die and throw myself off the roof. I was beside myself. I didn't understand Meredith, it. If, it made me want to cry. If I could have teleported there. I would have. I was so upset <laughs> and so mad and I didn't understand. You were so mad and I was like, but it's easy. That doesn't help. <laughs> I know. I was like, just gather the crumbs together. And you were like, I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> yes. Because what else can you do when you have a pile of crumbs and it's supposed to be this beautiful pie crust? Ugh. I just added so much water. I, and I added so much water. Mm. It was fine. It was fine. Whatever. I have to try again. Okay, so this is what's happening. I live with a diabetic. I can't have a full pie in my house. We ate half of it. I had pie for breakfast for like three days straight, and he can barely have any of it. So I was like, okay, I got to I gotta practice because I really want to learn how to do this, but I can't have a full pie in my house every week mm-hmm. or we're going to, you know, he's going to die. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll make little pies. So I got these little tiny pie pans. They're bigger than a, like a cupcake, but smaller than a full-size pie. Um, is this, so I'm gonna this, might be, this might be regional. Oh, I know this brand is regional, but in New England we have uh, Table Talk pies, and they're like these single-serving pies that come in a box. They're made at a pie factory, which is sort of a factory of dreams. And... Um, <laughs> You you get these this this little pie that's just for you and I we didn't have them as much in in Buffalo and Western New York growing up but they're they're very popular out here and so for you regional folks you know what the hell a table talk pie is they're the size of a table talk pie. That's I all. don't know what that is, but I'll take your word for it. Thank you. I have yet to find a recipe that scales to this size. I texted my sister about it and she said just bake it for less time and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> So I don't know what that means yet. I'll have to figure it out. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to bake a pumpkin pie this weekend, but I will bake them mini because I also have mini pie pans and I will watch the time and let you know. Because I know it's intuitive for you smart people who know what you're doing, but I don't and I need help and I need numbers. I mean, but fair warning, my oven is a little slow. So I always had to bake everything. Longer. My oven's a little hot and fast, so I'll I can adjust for that. That's fine, but okay. I don't. I wouldn't even okay. know where to start. Is the problem? So I need at least as a long baseline, as I yeah. You know? Give you a a small ballpark. Yes, I can work with that. Okay, and I know what a. I mean, I know what a pumpkin pie looks like. I know what it looks like when it's done. I know I know to cover the crust with foil if it's getting too brown, that sort of stuff. But I just I wouldn't even know like what temperature or what time to to begin with. <sighs> pies I am looking forward to this pie adventure almost as much as I'm looking forward to going and buying the next table talk pie I see now should we give a sneak <laughs> preview for what we're planning on doing I think we should because it means it's harder for us to abandon it if yeah. we run into any challenges <laughs> prepare for some bad audio guys <laughs> 
the the next show, which conveniently enough will come out, I believe, the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, we are going to do something. What did I call it? The Great American Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> Wherein I guide the other TG hosts on making a good edible pie crust. They are going to be live in their kitchens. I will be watching the cameras, <laughs> giving directions. I'll be crying and telling... drinking. <laughs> and I have every confidence in the world that we are going to turn out some wonderful pies. That's one of us. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be participating because the oven in the apartment barely works. It it has one temperature and it's 450 degrees. It just turns on and off, basically. You have to, Bobby, even if you don't bake it. We're not doing the baking part. We don't have hours to do okay. this. We're doing the, the, the making, crust, the pie crust making. Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. the hard part. So you can save it and like bake it, at, you know, next time you go back to your house house. <laughs> Or something like that. Yeah, all right. So we'll we'll figure it. Out. I I may just be there for commentary. I, I may be there for uh, for I I may be one of the uh, European comedians you've never heard of just walking around pestering you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find an ugly sweater. Yes. Um, oh, you're gonna have to look long and hard to find one on that level. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, Noel Fielding's really got the. He's got some sort of scoop. Yeah. On those on those sweaters. So stay tuned for pie talk. Yep. So hopefully I'll be able to put my little pie pans to work in our next episode. And with that, I think we should go to some housekeeping. Um, please check out our merch at theshowhaseverything.com. Click the shop button. It's coming up to holiday season. If you're not going to do your Amazon shopping, then shop with us and get a cool tote bag or a cool coffee mug. Um, you can always rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And um, if you want to be featured in the next Amazon show, uh, use our Amazon link, which you can find on our site or below the show in the show notes and add that link to your phone home screen and just use that as your way to get to Amazon and we'll get a few pennies every time you buy something. Yep. And it adds up. It really does. Boy, how it does. And if you would like to get involved with the show, Again, that website is theshowhaseverything.com, where you can click on the shop button or the donate button. I think it's called the jam fund, not donate. But, you know, yeah. if you just want to strip the crass commercialism out of it and just give us money, I mean, we're okay with that, too. Yeah. Um, throwyourphone.com is where you will go for any commentary that you would like to submit. The Facebook group is fun, and um, as I said, there are more lies that we have told on there for you to check out the show twitter is at tishi show you can email us longer things at tishi at 10710.com or send us a voice memo with your lovely sweet voices it really makes us happy especially hillary to hear your voices and you can fax bobby your butt or a pie picture of a pie at 617-354-8513 I did not expect the show to be this long, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. This is so surprising every time we look up at the time and it's like an hour and 55 minutes have gone by. So I think that I can confidently say thank you for joining us. And that was everything about house repair, 
showers, um, lying, Amazon purchases, um, hope in the future, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I like my women like I like my money Green little jealous Cause I'm a beautiful wreck A colorful mess but I'm funny Oh I'm a heartbreak vet With a stone cold neck Yeah I'm me. We'll stay with you Fly great escapes with you oh. I count down to the clock Say you awake Don't walk away Or would you wait for me I go out to the bar For a canyon with stars Don't even have a car But you away for me That inflection reminds me. I have a pair of jeans. I call my young man jeans because they're very tight. I mean, they're not like as tight as women wear many of their pants, but they are tight by the standards of most of my pants. And so I'll I go. Mean, to... Shouldn't you just buy a bigger pair? Well, I mean, I I own multiple pairs of jeans, but this particular pair is just a different cut of are a they brand. Like that skinny oh, jeans? oh, oh, oh! Is that what they're you're not... trying to say? No, God, yeah, God, no, 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 no! I would never. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> two sausage casings. <laughs> That's what most people look like in skinny jeans. 